The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. I am your host, Tequila C. Thompson. Thank you for tuning into the Keeping It Beauty show. If this is your first time listening into our show, you can catch up on all our previous shows by listening to iHeartRadio.com and searching Keeping It Beauty. Every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on WCY Radio, we aim to inspire you to elevate your dreams, your love, and your life. There is so much going on over here in the Iron Beauty world, so please check out our website, iambeautyinc.com. We're currently enrolling for our Confidence is Queen summer camp for girls 10 to 18 years of age, which is in August uh, the 8th through the 14th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Jamaica YMCA in Queens, New York where our goal is to help girls build confidence, combat negative behaviors, and ultimately maximize their potential using our Iron Beauty Bootcamp curriculum and our summer camp format. So just check out our website, and there's so much more information on there, on, as well as other programs that we have going on. So I'm so excited about tonight's show, Living a Plant-Based Life. I'm going to get to finally chat with one of actually my favorite fitness inspirations, Quinetta Moore, who is known as Workout Queenie on Instagram. But before we introduce Queenie, I'm so excited to have Amber Peterson back hosting with me tonight. Uh, as you may remember, yes, <laughs> Amber, she is an integrative wellness practitioner specializing in preventative methods, integrative nutrition, and wellness coaching. So welcome back, Amber. Thank you so much. It's so great to be back. I am finally feeling good. Uh, The great news is I am expecting my first child. Interesting. Yay. 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 (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The thing is that no one tells you is that the first three months are absolutely miserable. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I needed to uh, regroup and reset, but I'm feeling much more like myself now. So I'm happy to report that I feel great. And I also know that somebody had a birthday yesterday, right? I did. So, uh, happy birthday (laughs) to you. Happy. Yeah, we don't got time for me to do my whole, you know. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, but I'm I'm so happy to have you back. I'm I'm so so glad to be there. That we're expecting a little bundle of joy. Isn't that just wonderful? Uh, And... There's a bunch of things that are that's trending right now, which 
I'm, I'm glad that we're getting to talk about is that a lot of people are becoming just more health conscious and yes. competing to plant-based lifestyles. Even my best friend, shout out to Melanie if you're listening, hey, uh, <laughs> converted over the last year to being a vegetarian. And I mean, and as a result of it, I mean, she's lost a lot of weight and, you know, she just has more energy and just, it's just, you can just see that there's just been such a difference in her converting to this, this different lifestyle. And I know you're a vegetarian too, right? I am. I absolutely am. And I've been a vegetarian for a really long time since 2001. And this year has been like, Uh, yes. And it was something I did uh, for health benefits. You know, my dad actually uh, became a vegetarian first and we had all these conversations about how food affects your body and how you are what you eat and uh, you don't live to eat, but you eat to live, things like that. Uh And I decided to experiment with how it would affect me. And I you know, I love the changes. Long story short, I mean, I had some phases where I wasn't informed as to what I should eat, how to supplement for proteins. And so I was overdoing it on the carbs, which is one of the misconceptions that I think the masses have, where if you become vegetarian, you automatically drop weight. I mean, that's if you have the right substitutions, but we'll get into that, I'm sure, with Queenie. Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, I figured it out. And I mean, I've, I, I couldn't, begin to describe the health benefits that I experienced immediately after eliminating um, the meats from my diet. So, well, uh, maybe, uh, maybe after this, this uh, conversation, maybe, uh, you know, I'll, I'll think about taking a stab at it again. I tried, <laughs> I tried in like, what was that? I think like 2012, I did the Daniel fast and, you know, I was just like, um, just doing some, some spiritual development and wanted to to fast and during that period those are the familiar that are listening but the daniel fast is very much a vegan you know definitely yes. without the sugar yes, and all is. of that kind of uh diet and i end up doing it for like 88 days and it, it, it was great had all kinds of revelations and then that was when i knew that okay it's time to leave corporate america which is great but what also happened which, which i only made it to 88 days was that i started to break out so I got acne oh, really, really bad because from all of the substitutions, which I'm sure we'll probably touch on that at some, at some period as well, uh, that I was substituting, you know, eating a lot of these like fake chicken and different products that had a lot of soy in it. And when in my Google research, it was saying that a lot of times people that are converting from, you know, a, I guess being like a carnivore to now trying to become an, a vegetarian, that a lot of times your body reacts to the soy. So yes, absolutely. that was kind of what was happening. And I, yeah, it was pretty bad. So I had to go immediately and go eat some chicken and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and go back to what I knew so uh, so I'm really excited to to talk to to Queenie because I've been following her for a long time and those of you that have been following me and my fitness journey when I first started out and I was like really you know of course I, I I've talked the last couple of shows yeah I fell off I done gained weight but there was a time where I thought I was gonna do a fitness show and people that I started following Queenie was one of them and uh, I've just continued to watch her and her her journey and just found her so inspiring and was like you know I got to get her on the show so I want to go ahead and just transition into bringing uh, Queenie on Quinetta Moore who is a uh, a CPT as well as an LMT which is a certified professional trainer and a licensed massage therapist she's also the founder of the 21 days to plant-based she's a plant-based vegan and a mother of a seven-year-old plant-based kid which um wow 
And she's a health advocate, resides in Miami, Florida with her daughter, Madison, where she trains clients, coaches the vegan curious, and as well performs massage therapy to enhance full expeditious recovery for her clients. So I think we got Queenie on. Welcome to the show, Queenie. Hey, Queenie. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Like I said, I've been following you for a long time, and you've just been such a huge inspiration. So thank you for accepting my invitation to come on the show and educate us about that plant. (laughs) I'm so excited to have Queenie on, too. In fact, I've been following Queenie for a while. Even uh, it just so happens that two of us were following you, and I didn't know. I just saw you comment on one of Akilah's posts, but I started following you because of your vegan lifestyle. And although I'm vegetarian... I do vegan options a good 85% of the time. And then what inspired me is that you have a child and you are fit and you're vegan and yeah. there's a misconception that you can't have curves and look curvy and, and be fit and be <laughs> vegan. So I was like, this is a perfect example of how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Yay! <laughs> exactly. So, so, I mean, let's... Let's jump right into it. I mean, I've read your, I've read so much about you in your, in your bio, and actually, really giving our listeners some of the story that they may not know because I know, um, you know, you were in. It was the, is it the Navy? Were you in the Air Force? Oh, Air, Air Force. Force. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, and, and just taking us back to like you, how you, you know, were in the Air Force and you know, end up uh, expecting and, and kind of transition to this point of now you're like a you know, a, a world-renowned plant-based vegan. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a really cool place to start this story because I, I point, um, I guess my, how I started my quest for health and wellness probably started at that time period. I went into the military. I was, um, I'm 5'7", but you're max at, in the Air Force to get in uh, when you're first doing all of your, um, your, or initial, like we call it MEPS, but that's like you're in processing. So when you want to get into the military, you have to go through MEPS. And your maximum weight for 5'7 as a female could be 170 pounds. And I teetered on that line. I remember standing up to like elongate my spine so that, you know, I would be taller because I would get more, <laughs> I, would get, I would get more of an allowance when it came to, you know, the, the weight. weight. Oh. Like, I need to be 5'7 today. <laughs> so um, that's when I started, I guess, to be more health conscious about it. I figured there was probably something I was, you know, not doing right, of course. Um, at that time, I was eating pasta, probably, like, for breakfast or for, like, lunch and dinner. and I, Or I only ate, like, once a day, really on average, once a day. Um, I rarely drank water. Um so I was just really kind of like eating pasta. I was a pasta person and I drink Coca-Cola. I did not ever like drink bottled water or water in general. Mm-hmm. So wow. like, like so many people. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I said like so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I never, <laughs> I never did it. I, you know, I felt like, you know, I was curvy. I was like, well, you know, I'm okay. I mean, I slept so much, but I didn't even think that that was abnormal. You know, I was early twenties. So I didn't think that was abnormal, but, um, when I was in the Air Force and um, I became pregnant with Madison, um, which is so cool, Amber, because you're in this stage that I was, that this is where it began for me. Because, really? um, oh my goodness, I'm yeah, so happy this to hear your story because it's not easy. 
<laughs> yeah, no. And so I realized, of course, you know, everybody tells you the first trimester, you're going to be tired and things like that. So I just, you know, I knew that was normal. Um, but literally, girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, the first trimester is the worst. Everybody told, tells you that or told me that. And, um, and so I picked up the book like everyone else does, what to expect when you're expecting. I was right. picking up the book and I remember reading it and they were saying no more than six ounces of fish per week. Mm-hmm. So I, that was the first time that I sat back and I said, well, why can't I have more than six ounces of fish? And so it tells you, you know, mercury, you don't need to be consuming too much of that. So I was like, okay, it crosses over into the placenta. That's what it said. So I was like, well, if this is crossing over into the placenta, <laughs> what is it doing for me? And is mercury good for me to be consuming, you know? Mm. So that was the first, if I can go back to anything besides um, in childhood, I did grow up seven day of Venice, which I've shared that with my followers. So that's the first time I probably heard about nutrition or the importance of it. Um, though I wasn't vegan or vegetarian as a child, that's the first time I learned about it was in church. But um, as an adult, that was the first time that I said, Hey, maybe something I'm doing is not all the way right. And mm. maybe I could be doing something a little bit different, especially when you're burdened with the, um, the thought of, you know, you're carrying another life and you are responsible for bringing a healthy child in the world and you want to give it as many advantages as it can, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you think, I don't want to do damage to this pure being that's going to be born, you know, pure as long as I, you know, do what I'm supposed to do as a parent and as a, you know, the mother. So that was the first time I started paying attention to what it was that I ate. I guess I start there. And yeah, that's where I can think. Was this, what was what made you choose being vegan versus vegetarian? Um, well, you know, this is so funny. Vegetarians to me always looked really skinny and I don't know why I thought vegan was going to be any different or any better because <laughs> it's even more restrictive, but right. growing up, I always see, I always seen vegetarian as very frail. So I was like, mm, mm. I don't want a vegetarian. Like, let me see. what It was, it was kind of ignorant, I guess, looking back on it. I think, you know, it would have probably definitely been more frail i read so much about um vegans and um the reasons why people were vegan of course there were the ethical people but me as a fitness trainer i wasn't too concerned about the ethical reasons and that's just to be honest Um, (laughs) yeah i mean it it is what it is i was raised in north carolina i'm growing around we have like the one of the largest hog plants in the country Smithfield, North Carolina, and Tar Heel. Um, oh, so I, girl, Smithfield's chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that god, is, that is yeah, that's the largest. I think it's the on Food Inc. I think they said it was the largest hog plant in the U.S. So I'm not conscious reasons of going vegan until I started reading about it. But in the fitness, that still didn't matter to me. That's to be real. I, I wasn't until I like learned that I could get protein from other sources outside of chicken, beef, you know, pork and whatever, animal protein. That's the first time that I really considered it because I was more concerned about my protein. I had built up, built up all this muscle with working out. I didn't want to lose that, you know, just because I want to have a title that says vegan. You know? <laughs> I didn't care about that. So yeah, that's why I chose veganism just because I became very conscious um, when I first started the health and wellness journey or the fitness journey, which my daughter was two. I was nursing her. I nursed her up until 22 months. Wow. And yeah, 
And I and she I wanted teeth. was that she had teeth at, at that yeah, point. Yeah, she had teeth. Yeah, she had teeth. Oh my goodness! The thing oh is God. that children, for the most part, <laughs> they will suck. Uh, for the most part, there's a there's a learning curve, you know, because it's new to them. There's teeth, but um, she probably only bit me like maybe twice. So. Oh my God! No. I can't even imagine. Only yeah. twice, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's not a no, it's not. And that's you know, funny. But I was like, you know, I'm a reader, so I'm like, World Health Organization says two years. <laughs> and I got 22 months, you know. And after that, I was like, get away from my body. Like, I want my body back. Well, I want my boobs back. Well, <laughs> speaking of reading, I know that, like, sk- reading the book uh, Skinny Bitch was, yeah. like, a big reason as to why you also made the transition. What was it? Like, what is that book about? for listeners who may be, you know, thinking about this and needing some of your support, like what was it that you got there that, from that book? Yeah. Yeah. That, so Giddy that- Bitch is really, um, from the title originally, I just wanted to lose weight. So I picked up a book that said skinny bitch. I didn't know. I really just judged <laughs> that book by its cover. And they, I mean, years later, I'm talking about this book that I picked up just by looking at the cover. Wow. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I looked at the cover and I was like, well, I don't want to be skinny, but I want to lose weight. So maybe if I do some of these things that they talk about in this book, <laughs> I'll lose some weight, you know? Because I, 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 I knew I was never going to be that person who wanted to take a diet pill or hydroxy cut or any of those kinds of, you know, things that were popular and people were doing when I was, you know, starting this journey. Um, I never wanted to do that. I just didn't think it was necessary. So... Um, Skinny Bitch was instrumental to my journey because it talked about the food industry as a whole and what shortcuts and what legal um, ter- uh, loopholes and things the government has been through and continues to go through on a daily basis to support the food and drug um, industries or the meat and dairy industries as well as Big Pharma. So right. it talked about the action. And I'm more of a... Um, like I said, the ethical wasn't really, they talked about that too, but that's not going to resonate with someone. It doesn't really resonate with people who are not naturally drawn to animals. And I wasn't one of those people. I have always been a nurturer, but animals weren't, I didn't feel like I needed to save every animal. I wasn't one of those people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I have to agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. the same way. It's not yeah. for ethical reasons, but, and again, right. much like you, I love animals, but uh, yeah. that wasn't my primary reason, but excuse me for right. interrupting. I'm with you on it though. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's why um, Skinny Bitch resonated with me because it started to talk about what was being done. And though I didn't necessarily want to go vegan at the time, I knew I didn't want to be consuming things like aspartame and um, right. all these other you know chemicals that have been placed in food that we don't know anything about. So um, Skinny Bitch was an eye-opener for me. And then it did talk about veganism. But again, at the time when I read it, I was still afraid to lose that protein. I was like too fixated on that. And um, I guess I did the clean eating like everyone does, you know, when they're first starting to get healthy, they want to lean chicken, you know, baked chicken, um, <laughs> sauteed chicken, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. salmon, you know, all those things. Right. I that, and, I, and I'm very good with uh, structure, I guess that was military um, has been put in there. So I, I guess that's my background and I can do things uh, on a routine if need be. So I did that for 30 days and I continued on with it, got really great results, lost the weight that I wanted to, got the muscle, but about six months into the journey, um, I lost that energy that I started to get 
and uh, I felt really sluggish. Um, the results, I still looked good aesthetically, but um, I was losing some of my muscle, or not losing the muscle, but I was gaining more fat. And so my body kind of like... Is that because you weren't lifting? No, I was lifting still. I was doing the same workout routine, mm-hmm. um, which I, I always change up, you know, as a fitness trainer, you're, you're, right. you, know, you do that. Um, so my workouts had pretty much stayed the same. They were still very intense. Um, but I was still packing on some fat and people will tell you that that happens, uh, that your body kind of plateaus. Right. And as okay. I, I really have been changing up my workout. It wasn't that it wasn't my workout. I knew that it was something else. And my thing was, I like cheat meals. Of course, like everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah. <Of> course. <laughs> I lived for the days that I could have my chili cheese fries. And I was like, man. And um, I went to, you know, football season. I'm always, I was at Hooters getting a pound of like crablets and dipping them in butter and all that. I loved that, you know? So that was, you know, pretty probably adding to the fat too. But I just knew that something else could work. And um, that's when I started. I started all of this by doing. what would I say? This is, I did a three-day juice fast. So that's kind of what brought me into veganism, which oh, I didn't know okay. at the time, but I did a, I did a three-day juice fast and felt amazing. My skin was so clear. I've always notoriously had very brittle nails, very dry nails. They chipped all the time. Um, and that had been forever since I was a kid. And when I went on this juice fast, my nails, the first thing that I noticed, or not the first thing was probably my skin and the amount of energy that I got, but the most influential for me that really set home and said, Hey, this is what you need was when I went down, I looked at my nails and I could bend them without them actually giving. And that was in three days. I, I was like, how did that happen? And I went back and I'm like, the only thing that I've changed is this juice fast. And um, the other thing that I speak of on the juice fast is I've always had a really bad memory. All of my friends always picked on me about that. And I think you, you become a little insecure about it. I was for sure. And so if you were, if I was talking to you, Akila, and Amber interrupted me and I had to come back to our uh, conversation. I would never remember where Akila and I left off. Mm. I would always say, you know, what were we talking about again? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was that person. So uh, I was training two sisters at the same time. And I had one doing one exercise and the other doing another exercise. And one of them interrupted and say, hey, what's my next, you know, task or next exercise? And I was talking to her sister at the time. So I stopped our conversation, went to answer her question, and came back to her sister where I left off. I cannot, it stopped me dead in my tracks because I was like, no way, (laughs) no way. I've never done this before. I've Mm. never to do this without saying, what were we talking about? You know? Right, right. So I was like, oh no, there's something about this. I don't care what no book has to say. (laughs) No. I don't care. They could tell me this is the most unhealthy diet in the world. Something about it is working because I've never been able to do that. So Mm. um, I started out with the juice fast. And then a month later, I mean, I went back to, well, right after my juice fast was over, I binged, ate a meat lovers from Pizza Hut. I was was carb deprived and ate ate a meat lovers, a whole meat lovers by myself. Felt like crap. <laughs> but um, I'm sure. why do we do this yeah. to ourselves? We <laughs> all do it. We all do it. And so uh, about three weeks later, I was sitting at my breakfast table and I, just, I guess I uh, 
attribute it, I would call it an epiphany. I sat down there and I, I mean, coincidentally, I was having a vegan breakfast, which was just steel cut oats and some berries and things like that. But um, I sat down there and I said, you know, I don't feel as good as I did when I was on that juice fast. Like, why is that? And what have I done differently? So clearly I wasn't juicing anymore, but um, I thought about it and I was like, well, what can I mimic? How can I mimic this diet? I, I know it was the plants because I could I could tell that it was the plant um, intake because I had never really been very big on a whole bunch of vegetables. I would eat, you know, broccoli and spinach, but that was probably about it. So I knew that that was benefiting me by consuming more and, and then being in a raw state. So clearly I can't eat. I mean, I can't juice. I have teeth for a reason. So I'm meant to chew. Right. What can I do that is the most similar to this diet? And then that's where I came up with, I remember reading Skinny Bitch. And it was like, hmm, they talked about, you know, <laughs> us eating more plants and things like mm. that. And, um, and then it all clicked for me. And I d gave myself um, 30 days at first. I was like, go 30 days, see if you can do it. Then I got scared. I cut, cut it down to 21. <laughs> and this is where the basis for my 21 days to plant-based started. Um, so I went 21 completed that felt amazing and then pushed it out for 30 and after 30 I stopped counting so that's amazing mm -hmm. that, that brings us that brings us to where I am today but so what would you, oh sorry go ahead Akila. Oh, what would you say the hardest part of making the transition has been because I think that's what many people that are considering becoming a vegetarian or you know becoming a vegan they're dreading the things that they have to give up so what would you say was the hardest part or like the, the biggest thing for you to give up in like making that transition and like how did you you know do that so i think to be honest i think it's more our own personal things it's our fear um that we're not going to be able to do it that's really that that i think that that's more of the hang up than people give it. We're more afraid that we can't complete it. And the reason that we're afraid is because it's something that's not known to us. And we were all probably raised eating fried chicken and all these other things. So we don't really know how to cook or how to prepare these meals. So it's fear for the most part, because people are looking at our perspective. Our perspective is what we can't eat. And that's what most people look at. Oh, I can't eat meat. I can't eat cheese. I can't eat eggs. Oh my God. What you have to do is change your perspective. What am I now able to eat more of that I was not consuming before? Hmm. And how does all of this replace the things that I've been used to eating, but in a healthier format? So it's perspective. And I know people, we hear about it all the time. Is the glass half empty or half full? Mm -hmm. and, right, and right. for this, it, it's really giving up three food groups or two, well, you could argue two to three, but... It's two, three items that are, you know, of course, there's different variations of meat, but animal protein, but you're only giving up really three things for the most part. And I'm getting an abundance of every other fruit, vegetable, grain, seed, legume, bean, nut <laughs> that I never have intake probably, you know, for, are you there? Can you hear me, Akila? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. So that, that, um, that was really what, um, what I started to look at. What now can I incorporate in my diet versus getting hung up on what I can't eat? Everyone has, you know, everyone has something. I, everybody for mo the most part, a lot of people can give up meat. They're more hung up with cheese. Right. And, um, I don't even realize it. Yeah. So, uh, 
the when it comes to um, to cheese, that was something that I was addicted to. Also, I was definitely the extra cheese please person, and I mean I, macaroni and cheese. Like I just can't imagine <laughs> life without macaroni yeah. and cheese. Like it's so funny because you know we have these things that we're just like hell bit on like not ever giving up you know and I can't remember like of course I remember how macaroni and cheese I remember how it made me feel which this is the biggest thing that we need to remember and we need to all take if you could take this from anything from me probably take this this is one of the things that I would put up there it's more of what how the food makes you feel being around who you're around in a social setting. So yes. eating that macaroni and cheese, you're probably around a loved one, a family member, mm -hmm. somebody who you care about. You're not always sitting up and eating these foods by yourself. Um, so it's more of the social aspect when it comes to food than it is the actual food itself. Um, I agree. Yeah, macaroni and cheese, I eat. So, like, holidays, I mean, because, you know, you are part of a black family where I'm sure a majority yes. of the people mm -hmm. don't eat the way you eat. Right. So, no, it's no, no. like, <laughs> you know, am I going to be sitting around just eating the collard greens and the cabbage while, you know, everybody else is indulging, you know, yeah. in... Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's like that. I have to tell you. Like, I got to bring my own food with me. Yes. yes. I mean, it, so until I people do. become familiar, it's like that. I, I have people in my family now, and I've been a vegetarian for quite some time. They still do this to me. Oh, you're a vegetarian, so you only maybe eat chicken? Or I, I, I make <laughs> collard greens, but I, I put neck bones in it. You can just yeah. take them out. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> that would defeat the purpose. So, I mean, yeah, it's like that sometimes. And if you're not yeah. educated on what you can eat, uh, you will be sitting around eating <laughs> just yeah. the uh, just the greens that hopefully someone decided to not put neck bones or something in. Yeah, mm. so we put fat back in our greens is what my family oh, does. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I'm never able to eat anything <laughs> ever besides the salad and, of course, that's like iceberg lettuce, which is like, yeah, you, know, Dang, and, you, can't, you can't even eat the cornbread. Can't even eat no, the and you probably oh. can't eat the corn either because it's probably drenched in um in <laughs> butter, butter. <laughs> probably cooking butter. Oh, yeah, so, so you don't have, have butter at all either. No, no butter. But so there's great substitutes. Everything um, is oil. Um, I do cook with some oil. You can you can make a lot of meals without oil that actually tastes really good if you use vegetable broth. So, like, I can sear um, onions and make them very flavorful uh, without butter, period, and without oil also. There's so, a, even, like, spray butter. So, like, do you use, like, Spam? Like, or Pam? No. Spam. No. <laughs> Pam. <laughs> you know what you mean. You can't use that either? No, but there's um, there's sprayable olive oil, and you know if you wanted to to have a spray option, they you can purchase that. Oh, like, okay, the olive oil one. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, oh, all right. Well, so we we've heard a lot of the the pros, I guess, or you know, if you have a couple of more, because I mean, it, it seems like from like mental clarity, from actually being able to lose weight. And, you know, increases in just your, your skin and just kind of overall health. Are there any other things that you would say are the pros? And then would you say there are, what are the cons? I think some we've touched on with, you know, of course, going to family gatherings and there's nothing there for you yeah. to eat. Are there any other things that we haven't touched on that you would say are kind of pros and cons of living a, a plant-based life? Okay, so everyone's probably not, most people don't grasp this at first. But in an era of um, the things that we're going through socially uh, with 
I mean, pr police brutality, uh, political things that are we see that are going on right now. Um, the one thing I can say about going vegan, every year I've been vegan, I can definitely attribute another phase of growth mentally. And when it comes, when I say mentally, I mean my awareness, my consciousness of what is going on around me gets so, it, it increases so much better. Things that, that I used to just look at like, mm, oh, that's the way of the world. You know, that's what happens. Um, people die so that this happens and things that we, we just, I used to accept these things as the norm and um, that I really didn't have a role or I couldn't really make a big of an, as big an impact that was needed. So I really just didn't do much of anything. And mm -hmm. one thing that I can say is what we talk about with the pineal gland, um, people will um, say that it's the third eye. So if you ever heard of the third eye, which is that consciousness um, and the way that you see the world and things, right? over time, that, that pineal gland gets calcified with yes. eating meat and dairy, any chemical really. Um, so all the pesticides and all of these things, not just meat, but pesticides also and other things, it gets calcified over time. So it really kind of blocks your vision. Almost if you think of someone gradually putting blinders over your eyes, that's what happens when that pineal gland gets calcified. So over time, when it gets, once you are detoxing from these foods and these chemicals, you kind of get that back. You know, the pineal gland is good and you can see things much more clearer. So a lot of people don't speak on that, but it's the reason why vegans can kind of be annoying um, because they see things. <laughs> so yeah, it's true. It's true. I was like, I'm going to be one of those vegans. You know, I was like, I don't want to be one of those people. But it, it's almost like you can't help it because everything you see that are injustices, and that's just done amongst people, LGBT community, even though you might not be that, you know, you, you feel like you have to speak out on it because yeah. it's, it's really bothering you. <laughs> so, so I guess that's one of the really huge benefits. And I think another thing that people miss, and this is, um, and this I'll speak and direct this towards my more religious people, is that we preach all the time in the church, mind, body, spirit. And right. A lot of people skip over that body part body and they kind of discount it. Yeah. But I honestly, I find it troubling sometimes to listen to people that don't necessarily have their body in order because yes. I feel because mm -hmm. the amount of clarity. Mm -hmm. the Talk about of, it. Yeah. Because the <laughs> amount of clarity that I got once my body got rid of all of those toxins, or I won't even say rid of all of them because, I, of course, you know, I still consume toxins. We're, we live in the U.S. and <laughs> there's all these things that are going on around us that are toxins. But once you have detox from most of those things, you see things so much more clear and you feel much more spiritual than you will feel the connection to the strawberry <laughs> that you were eating <laughs> because mm. it, it, you realize it was grown on this earth naturally right. with so you know true. and this is what was given to us if you're religious and you believe in adam and eve then you're gonna think hey this is what they had to eat and they survived off of it just fine they weren't killing you know cows and um slaughtering them for sustenance so you feel deeper connections to things and i think a lot of people don't talk about that but it's a 
really, really, um, and then you probably experienced it, Akilah, when you did the Daniels fast, you probably mm-hmm. got that connection. It's, it's deep. So I guess outside of all of the other traditional benefits, energy, clearer skin, healthier nails, digestion, you know, uh, weight loss, if that's your goal, um, Outside of all of those traditional ones, there are some unseen ones that people don't speak of, and those are really um, beneficial. So then what do we have for cons? Because I know people are listening oh. like, okay, this sounds great, but I know it's not all, all great, <laughs> but there has to be a downside to it. The cons. Okay, the cons can be plentiful, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the cons really are mainly, to be honest, in this day and age, uh, it's people. It's others that, um, that make the journey hard. Because until you learn how to drown them out, because there's going to be a lot of people that say, oh, where do you get your protein? And, oh, I could never do that. Oh, that's so silly. You're going to be malnourished. And a lot of people have a lot of negative things to say when you express, you know, that what you're doing. So I always advise people to kind of keep your journey to yourself unless you are around people that are supportive and really want to see you do better. Then keep it to yourself because if if you're fragile now, you can right, do exactly. like care you know (laughs) I don't care which I was one of those people like I I don't care what you think this is my body I'm gonna do what I want to do but um yeah if you can't get past that then keep it to yourself so socially that's sometimes um a a big thing I don't find eating out very hard people talk about that as a con but I don't find it very hard honestly what you will find and not saying vegan, don't always say this to people when you're out eating. I, I, I tell my people and all of my 21 Days to Plant-Based subscribers or participants, let them know what it is you don't eat. So just say, I don't eat meat, I don't eat eggs, I don't eat dairy. So can you make this meal without those options? Or, you know, find something that you like. And sometimes, oftentimes, to be honest, the chefs are so ready to make something yes. off of their menu that they're, they have to make every day, day in and day out, that they look forward to their challenge and they embrace it. So mm-hmm. as long as you don't go around screaming vegan, because to be honest, everyone doesn't have good, um, it doesn't always have a great connotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so some people are like, oh, you know, so if you tell them what you don't eat, I think that that goes, I, I think that goes over better. It's and like, then to be honest, then you want to eat, Bird food? You want to eat rabbit food? Yeah. I'm like, are you serious right now? And they're going to automatically have a, a nasty, you know, they already like, oh, no, we don't have vegan food here. But they don't realize that they can make something vegan without, you know, having an actual vegan option, you know? Right. So um, I would say that could be a con, but it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, that's, I can't really pick too many. It's Well, that's, well, that's fine. We can go on. <laughs> We're in yeah. the- how fast you, it's been going. we only got like 10 minutes left oh, so okay. i want to you've been mentioning you know the the 21 days to plan based so i want to give you an opportunity to talk about what that is and from the perspective of actually giving people who are listening like advice and tips if they're looking to make the transition you know how do i go about it queenie how do i do it and what is the 20 days to plant based about Okay, so 21 Days to Plant Based is really, to sum it up very quickly, it's what I wanted when I first went vegan. I was living in North Carolina at the time. I did not have a social um, group or support group. I didn't know any vegans. I didn't know any vegetarians. um, And I didn't know what to cook, consequently, (laughs) obviously. So I reached out to social media and kind of just started searching hashtags, vegan, vegetarian, and things like that, and started to follow some pages. But... I still didn't have that um, social aspect or that that community feel. And 
So what I created with 21 Days to Plant-Based was that just that. I have a Facebook group of over 1,400 members that have participated in the challenge before. And so they're there to offer all of the newbies um, guidance and support and say, hey, you know, I went through those crazy bowel movements also. <laughs> and the first thing, or I had a gas too. Hey, you know, it's, that's are, real too. Yeah, those are normal <laughs> detoxing side effects that people don't really, you know, rashes are sometimes one. And then there's a lot, but... Or there's quite a few for the first um, two weeks, depending on how toxic you were at first. So it's nice to hear people, you know, relate to that and, and to give you feedback and pointers. So I have that community there. And then I also provide 21 days worth of recipes that are breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So it's 63 recipes total. Um, I don't do any, like, strict uh, plans. I don't do, say, you have to eat this for breakfast. You have to eat this for lunch. You don't have to eat this for dinner. You have a week's worth of meals to choose from. You can configure it how you see fit. Um, and that's pretty much it. I do a group support call that, um, helps people who are not really social media savvy or internet savvy. If they want to talk and ask questions, I'm available for that. And, um, so I do that weekly group support call and then I'm always active on the Facebook group also. So I've got, Quite a few people. I started my first challenge back in 2014, July of 2014. So I've got people who have now been vegan for two years. Wow. Ooh, that is awesome. That yeah, is and it started with my challenge. So that so it's really, it's really cool. Because a lot of times, you know, challenges are, you know, they're just motivational anyway. And once people go 21 days and they see how how great they feel or or even longer, you know, sometimes, sometimes, it sometimes it takes a little longer for some people. Again, depending on your level of toxicity, it might take a little longer. But once they feel that, it's kind of hard to kind of go back. Because like I said, once you know better, you have to do better. So, so is the challenge constantly running? Like you can en enroll in the challenge at any time or is it during certain times during the year? And is there any cost associated with doing the challenge? Yeah, so... Um, the second week of every, or the second Monday of every month is when the challenge starts. So I have another, I have the next challenge starting next Monday. Today, okay. our juice, I do a juice challenge also because that's, again, I'm recreating what it was that helped me go vegan. <laughs> so I do a five-day juice fast, though. And um, five-day juice fast, the first Monday of every month and the second Monday of every month is when the 21 Days to Plant-Based Challenge starts. So yes, there is a cost and it's $29.99 for the basic program. So I try to make this very affordable so that um, I'm, a, I'm urban and I, I'm a single parent and I didn't have a lot of money to start a vegan diet. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't know what, you know, I needed and I had to buy a whole bunch of different foods. <laughs> so I didn't, I don't want to make it um, unattainable for those who really need it because obviously our community is the ones that are suffering from the high blood pressure, obesity, cholesterol, right. you know, um, diabetes. So uh, $29.99 is the base program that will get you the meal plans and then the $39.99 will get you the weekly cost, uh, I'm sorry, the weekly calls and the Facebook support group, which is really what most people attribute to stay sticking with the program is having that positive resource of everyone there is positive I don't allow anybody in the group that's you know um that's not a part of the challenge so everyone there is to help reinforce and pat you on your back when you fall down nobody's like oh my god you ate that that had dairy in it you know nobody's <laughs> doing it so we all make mistakes there's no shaming there's no shaming oh, absolutely. Yeah. we don't well, that's not productive well, we just got our five-minute warning, so I want to go ahead and just start wrapping up. But I want to just ask you, so what's next for you? Um, what's what's uh, next for Queenie? 
Okay, so I'm I'm really working on making this an international. I mean, I I am international already. The the program has I've got participants from all over at this point. Um, but I want to do more traveling and talking about this program in different countries that are also suffering from the same thing. So my program has an Afro-Caribbean challenge, so I want to go more to the Caribbean and cater to those people and Afro, the Afro part, of course, Africa. You got uh, to come, come with me on my next trip to Haiti or to Jamaica. Oh, God, I love it. Yes. I would love <laughs> Because we, those are the people who need it. We need it. And then I also have Latin, a Latin challenge. Um, so there's all these different ethnic um, things that I want to do. I want to expound upon that. So I want to do more traveling and speaking about the challenge and helping people in other countries that are also suffering from the same things. So how so. did we find more about you? Give us the website, how to find you on social media for those that are listening. And this may be their first time uh, hearing about Queenie. <laughs> Um, the website is www.21days, plural, to plant-based, with a D, dot com. And you can shorten it up. I've, I've made an abbreviation, 21DTPB.com. So just short for 21 Days to Plant-Based. And my website, I'm sorry, my, my Instagram is Workout Queenie. That's W-R-K-O-U-T, Queenie, Q-U-E-N-I-E. So you can find, if you, if you can't, can't find the website, you can find that through my Instagram. There's a link there. There's an Instagram page for 21 Days to Plant-Based also. And, but you can find out most of the information on the website, and our next challenge starts next Monday. So if you are interested, please sign up so you can get your shopping list so that you don't get bombarded on the weekend. And, and if you're not familiar with some of these ingredients, <laughs> you don't want to get some planning time. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Queenie... Thank you so much for for coming on the show. I definitely want to have you back because in listening to talk to talking to you and we have entrepreneurs on all the time. And one of the things that entrepreneurs like, like to know more about is like how to use social media in their business, how to build those online products. And, you know, I'm an accountant. I'm listening to you say, oh, how much it costs. And you have 1400 people that already did it. I'm like, Queenie over here making some money. And it's helping people. Oh, that's the, that's the, that's the deal is I want to help people. We've got, we've had over, I've had over 5,000 people do this already. So that's 1400 on the Facebook group, but we're about wow. at five. So it's not, um, it's not just something that is made for, I mean, obviously monetary gain, but it's, I want to reach those people and change their children's lives because that's really important. Yeah, but you're a living example of the fact that you can do what you love. You can do something purposeful that has a social impact and you can right. eat off of it. So, so I mean, right. thank you so much. Were you going to say something else? No, no, no. That's good. That, that, that's oh. good. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just thank I've you. I've had so much fun listening to Queenie. No, I agree, Akila. I hope we can get Queenie on again. Yeah. Uh, and even to talk it. about how she has her daughter, as, you know, being a vegan too. Yeah. That's yeah. Transition. Yeah vegan anymore we when, when we moved back to North Carolina my, my mother is not very supportive and so she's got yeah so unfortunately that's not the case anymore when we were in Miami because I'm I'm in Miami right now but I'm not residing in Miami so when we were here she definitely was completely 100% vegan but well it's life 
Yeah. There's plenty yes. that, that we can talk about. So I'm just so excited. Thank you so much yes. for coming and chopping it, us with a, chopping it up with us tonight. Thank you to our listeners for joining us. If you join late tonight, you can listen to the full show and all our previous shows on iHeartRadio, searching Keeping It Beauty or visiting KeepingItBeauty.com. We have lots of things coming up this summer. Again, things going to New York and Atlanta. And we're coming to a city near you soon. So go to IamBeautyInc.com for the latest. Join us next week, same place, same time. And please do tell a friend and our quote this week comes from our boxing legend who was such an example of the power of affirmations and saying I am he said I am the greatest and said that even before I knew I was rest in paradise Muhammad Ali make this a great week everyone until next Monday be beauty be beauty